Welcome back to The Dead Drop, your secret cache of game news delivered safely and securely to your podcast player. I'm Matt Bliss, your interpreter of the games industry, your prophet of playable material, your professor of time preservation. And in the second episode for this week, we've got a bit of a grab bag of stuff to talk about. We've got massive amounts of money raised for Ukraine. We've got a few things related to education, and if you've listened to my other podcast, The Teaching Culture Cast, you'll know that that hits quite close to home for me. But also, we've got a couple of little extra things to drizzle around and have you think about what the game industry is at at the moment. So, here are the news stories that you need to know. Microsoft has released a roundtable discussion with Xbox bigwigs such as Phil Spencer and Sarah Bond. And throughout their discussion, there may be a few inferences there about other companies' platforms they weren't expecting to make. They were talking a lot about Game Pass and its success and the idea that Subscription services were going to be a really great way for gaming to move to the next level for the consumer market, but they've also offhandedly mentioned that PlayStation has announced their subscription package as well. If you've been keeping up with the news, you'll know that most announcements have actually been rumors that have come out from other news outlets, such as Jeff Grubb from GamesBeat, or it's been little things on Twitter, little tweets here or there. It's really hard to say why they've done this, but Having mentioned it offhandedly like that, and knowing maybe a little bit more than the rest of the industry, does that mean Spartacus from Sony is coming soon? Earlier this week, we talked about Gran Turismo 7 and a bit of the uproar among people who have recently experienced a patch that increased the cost of the cars and decreased the amount of rewards available for completing races. This made the cars hard to get, but someone has come to save the day. And what they've done is added a PC-related hack to the remote play app for PlayStation. And there's a way for you to run the service and just complete races without even having to interact with the game directly. Using this remote play hack, people are able to gather the funds in a way that the Gran Turismo team wouldn't have anticipated. And it also means that the more expensive cars are now available to users more easily. It's unsure at this stage how Gran Turismo and the production team is going to respond to this hack. At this stage, there's no update removing the ability to use the remote player hack to be able to grind for loot, but it could have an ongoing impact with the way that the game is structured, the cost of the microtransactions, and perhaps even the ongoing development of the game. No microtransactions could mean no DLC. Rocksteady's latest game, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, has been officially delayed until spring 2023. This announcement was sent as a tweet from Sefton Hill, or at Sefton Hill, and they're saying that they've made the difficult decision to delay the game until 2023. It's frustrating, but hopefully they're going to be able to bring the chaos to Metropolis together. There seems to be no official justification for the delay. It may just be that the studio wants to make sure they get the game right, especially after the Batman release in 2015 that came to a rocky start after the port on PC. If you've been excited for the game, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer, but fear not, Gotham Knights is still due to release later on this year. Pocketgamer.biz has taken some information from data.ai and inferred that the Q1 or 2022 mobile games market has reached $22 billion of revenue for the quarter, up 42% from the pre-pandemic spending in Q1 2020. 
This is one of the largest quarters ever experienced in mobile gaming and according to the information, games accounted for 73% of the consumer spend on Google Play and 60% on the Apple App Store. This means there's a lot of money in the mobile gaming market and it should be no surprise that game developers want to tap that market somehow, if not to just get some extra revenue. We should be keeping an eye on the mobile gaming space as it's entirely likely there's going to be much more spending and much more development in that space that might create games that we enjoy on the go. Epic Games announced recently that all proceeds, 100% of the proceeds from their game Fortnite will be donated to the people of Ukraine to help in the Russian conflict. But in 24 hours alone, they've managed to raise $36 million. They have pledged to do this for two weeks and it should be ending on the 3rd of April, 2022. But if in a single 24 hour period, they can raise over $36 million for these charities, then it could be there's a new avenue of development for them. The Fortnite team has come out and said this is covered by V-Buck packs, Fortnite crew, gifted battle passes and cosmetic packs. All the things sold for real money, the proceeds of which will make their way to Ukraine in some form, some way. At this stage, you might be thinking it's just a good PR exercise to generate this kind of cash and tell everyone that you are supporting the Ukrainian effort. But in saying that, they are generating real money for this and big corporations donating what they can to situations like this is a good thing to see, even if we are a little bit cynical about it. EA is reported to have teamed up with educational non-profit Digital Schoolhouse and Everfy to launch new programs in the UK to encourage young people into STEM careers. The partnership with Digital Schoolhouse, which is backed by UKIE, will launch a workshop for teachers and will aim the program at students at primary school age to work with the game Knockout City to learn about AI development. The whole goal of this is to push more students towards not just game development, but the STEM disciplines, that's science, technology, engineering, and maths. And STEM has always been a strong drive in education as there are plenty of careers options opening up for people in that space. It's also great to see that a massive game company is looking towards game development as a way to promote STEM as it's an incredibly enjoyable enterprise and hobby for any budding young programmer. A post on the XDA developers website has stated that Steam on Chrome OS is now available for select Chromebooks. Now the Steam games platform has technically been accessible on Chromebooks that run some form of Linux in the background, but now they've been working on it as an integrated experience and it should be a much better experience than before. There is an early alpha build that's available for others to use and it's currently limited to Chromebooks that have at least eight gigabytes of RAM available. It's likely that this development has improved after the release of the Steam Deck that also uses Linux as an OS and means that the platform can be more widely available on other devices. It's also really important to note that a lot of educational institutions use Chromebooks as their primary device for students to access uh, content, knowledge and information as part of their classes. So I think any teachers listening should really be keeping an eye on the Chromebooks, making sure that they don't download this Steam app and start playing games in class. And lastly, in a somewhat funny news story for the week, the Xbox blog published earlier this week that there's going to be a new Xbox Series S console featuring a golden ring and some furry controllers available in a sweepstakes that they're running from the blog post itself. It's meant to tie into the release of the new Sonic film and obviously the Sonic games, not being as successful on Xbox as they would have been on other platforms, but still 
The interesting thing about this is that the controllers are covered in fur-like shag carpet kind of stuff. And you'd think getting sweaty hands, this probably wasn't, wouldn't be the most enjoyable experience. But if you're keen to check this out, have a laugh or even try to sign up to enter and win, the link is in the show notes. And that is all we have for you this week. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome to any brand new listeners that have just discovered the podcast. Know that you are now part of the Dead Drop community and we'd love it if you could get in touch with the podcast, submit your anecdotes, your questions, your theories, anything that you'd like to speak about in the news or if we miss anything, make sure you head to deaddroppod.com to check out the news stories, the sources and any other information about the podcast. Subscribe to us on Instagram. There's news stories posted there every day even ones that don't make it all the way to the podcast, and that's at Dead Drop Podcast. Join me every Monday and Thursday to discuss the latest game news, and make sure you tell your friends about the Dead Drop. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you here in a couple of days.